0: Today on GFTV's very this month As the pandemic progresses, so does the trend of online events that are starting to fire up globally, and the Fluffy Community, a full, safer workspace for furries. What is common within the support and scepticisms in response to it, all coming up. With you today on Jet TV's Furry this month, I'm Paul Sri, I'm Duk-Chishni. This month, 11 furcons from the Americas, Europe and Asia reported cancellations and postponements to next year as the coronavirus continues to develop. In the Americas, Canference, Golden State Furcon, Denver, Ferry Delphia, Western Pennsylvania Furry Weekend, Furry Migration and Furvena are cancelled. The same goes to Rusperance, Furcation and Golden Leaves Con in Europe, as well as Fuzzy, Oasis Party and West Aussie Fur Frenzy in Asia. With 12 cancellations this month, we have a total of 71 globally, as well as 4 deferred and 24 to be held this year. As more furcons cancel, so does the increasing trend of online furry events as well. Previously, we've seen online furcons, such as down-home furcon and Ferality online experience, which has attracted much intrigue and created an odd yet unique experience over the weekends. Events like these may be online and lack the physical parts of furcons. But they still do not fail in creating and contributing positivity back to society, which I'll now pass it over to the host of digging up positivity, Double Meerkat, Double.
1: Many conventions decided to go online this year. One of them was Furry Weekend at Home. Besides an awesome experience where more than 14,000 first tuned in from 57 countries, they managed to raise $13,827 for the animal park at the Conservator Center. The virtual reality con, ferality Online Experience, had 2,692 registered attendees and raised a whopping eight. $4,646.93 for the Save a Fox rescue during a whole weekend of VR chat fun. First for Life managed to raise well over $4,600 for the Coronavirus Relief Fund during streams from several big names like Wolfpub and Majira Strawberry. It's an ongoing campaign, the amount is still going up as we are recording this video. United Kingdom's biggest convention followed suit and moved online as well. They had various streams and a virtual dealers den. The streams were all well watched and they tackled the current situation with a typical British humor and the virtual dealers then pointed to all the locations of the merchants that would normally attend the Confuzzle Dealers Den. Their charity was Secret World Wildlife
0: Rescue. The fact that these events live on the internet also means that they can be much more flexible as well being able to go from something as simple as YouTube or Twitch streams to big ones like full-fledged Minecraft servers. One of such online events was in fact, held just last weekend, for Severance, South Africa's first online furcon hosted by local furries, held from 27th to 28th June. It was hosted on YouTube, featuring a variety of panels from creative workshops, to, tutor- to tutorials on how to live stream and play games like Dungeons & Dragons. Husky Rescue was their charity partner and they've donated a total of States dollars to them, a 1,150% increase from their expected count of $100. You can look forward to more online events coming up, here are some of them. Fuzzy Armago Weekends, holding every Saturday and Sunday on non Nonstop Woe, a Minecraft-based furcon, holding from the 18th to 19th July. And Furvana, moving online after cancellation for this year, 18th of September on Discord. Online events may be inferior to physical cons in many ways, but in the end, they are sure to keep the fairy spirit and positivity running by continuing to connect fairies together for a fluffy and fun weekend. The fairy fandom we know today is a melting pot of people from diverse backgrounds, regardless occupation, race, gender, among others. It means that as with other fandoms, it has its own safe for work and not safe for work sites as well. If the fandom was to be a spectrum bar, as said, one side would be SFW, the other being NSFW. These sides have their own names, particularly the word Yif for the NSFW side and just recently "fluffies" for the SFW side, the latter being a recent subject of social media controversy. The term "fluffies" was coined by a fairy called Durian Chop. Being an asexual minor himself, he describes this as a strictly safe-for-work that welcomes minors, sex positive first, especially asexuals uncomfortable with sex, and anyone just looking for a clean space. They reside in the SFW spectrum of the fandom, therefore, fluffies are not separate from furry fandom, according to the creator. The introduction of this concept attracted varied reactions from the fandom while a number of furs felt intrigued and held positive views at the idea. On the other hand, detractors alleged that the idea attempts to quote, take down the NSFW community, or to quote, break away from the fandom. Critics also added that the fluffy community may be prone to predators as well. Some even alleged connections between them and far-right groups, such as the furry raiders or burned furs. A now defunct homophobic movement intolerant of people publicly promoting their sexual preferences in an attempt to quote purify the fandom of NSFW content that and all the allegations were addressed by the creator first the initial icon used by the fluffy community Twitter account looks like this a black paw icon in a white background This attracted allegations that associated them with the Furry Raiders, given an apparent resemblance to the insignias they wore on their armbands. However, the creator responded in a tweet that he used the image after searching online for paw print images and had no awareness of these outright groups in the first place. He changed the account's profile picture afterwards. Secondly, the creator added that Though he acknowledges the presence of, N- of the NSFW part of the fandom, the fluffy community neither shames people of their sexual preferences, nor hold a, quote, NSFW is ruining the fandom mindset. Thirdly, the creators said that the fluffy community is a SFW sub-community that's part of the furry fandom, instead of a separated community as claimed in the allegations. Lastly, the creator stated that he may also implement moderation in their online communities to keep predators out of the Fluffy community as well. The situation was further complicated when a clone account with the same name but, twi- but different Twitter username, The Fluffy Fans, surfaced, which, as many claimed, is spreading far right propaganda and making statements contrary to the Fluffy community's concepts and ideas. The creator in response said that the account at the Fluffy fans is fake and also claims that the account is responsible for the streak of harassment he has received. On that, many also pointed out that some people even sent explicit material to the creator in response to the Fluffy community concept. This led to the creator locking the fluffy community Twitter account and stating in a tweet that this controversy quote, adversely affected his mental health and, and that the account will become inactive. So far, is this overreaction or simply an attempt to quote, stop outright advancement in a fandom? Given that the fandom has numerous negative encounters with outright entities in the past, Ferry Raiders, Milo Yiannopoulos, to name some. It can be said that the fandom is sensitized towards things that are politically suggestive of far-rights or oversensitized in this case, according to many Twitter users who heavily criticized detractors of harassing the creator Durian Chop and making unnecessary comparisons between the fluffy community and far-right groups. On the bright side, the fluffy, commu- the fluffy concept has received much positive attention from first around, with an increasing number of firsts now calling themselves fluffies in support of this initiative, while praising the concept of being minor friendly and, it, and its emphasis on creating a safe and clean space for others in the midst of a relatively saturated environment. This controversy highlighted that. Though the fandom is generally sexually tolerant as the influx of young fairies into the furry fandom continues to increase through the years, so does the importance of creating more spaces that are safe, clean and nature appropriate. But that does not mean that the NSFW site must be gone either. At the end of the day. There will be people interested in the NSFW side and there will also be those who are more interested in a safe and clean space. It ultimately comes down to personal preferences. But regardless of which side they go, they are in the end not separate from but are part of a tolerant fandom with diverse interests and niche. You can catch us every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Singapore time. More fairy news come to our GFTV News website. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Join our Telegram channel and chat group. Or listen in to GFTV Podwave on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Deezer, and much more. Before we leave, you can look forward to this weekend as the very feature film The Fandom is set to come out this Saturday at 8 a.m. Singapore time, which is 7 a.m. 7 p.m., excuse me, Eastern Standard Time, which takes an in-depth dive into the very Fandom's history, its current developments, and where this may take us in the future. You can watch the premiere for free on Ash Coyote's YouTube channel or pre-order a Blu-ray version through Etsy, which ships globally. With that, that's all for TV News, and see you all next week. Have a great, wonderful, fluffy day.